This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 167, with Blair Singer. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hi there, MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you, and thank you so much for spending your most valuable asset, your time with me today. In today's show, we are going to be looking at the secrets of champions in business and life. My guest in this episode is Blair Singer. Blair has empowered people to achieve peak performance in business, sales, money, teams, and and relationships for more than two decades. As the founder and CEO of Sales Partners Worldwide, a progressive sales and personal growth training company, Blair travels the world teaching individuals and business leaders how to maximize their potential, grow their bottom lines, and experience unparalleled growth. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. You can support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page and a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron by visiting CashflowNinja.com forward slash support. Have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at JoinOpsProperties.com. If you're not earning at least 8% on your cash, you do not want to miss the private lending presentation for non-accredited investors done by Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott. Discover how to create an income stream from real estate without the management headaches. You can access the presentation at CashflowNinja.com forward slash private lending. Spartan Invest have a proven plan and system helping investors creating passive income and wealth through turnkey real estate ownership in the exciting market of Birmingham, Alabama. Find out why Birmingham has got it going on, why it's a steal right now, why it's a millennial hangout, a hidden gem, and one of the most exciting investment opportunities you have never heard of. You can download your free report, Five Big Reasons to Invest in the Magical City of Birmingham, Alabama, at CashflowNinja.com forward slash Spartan. I've spoken about the most powerful system on the planet, on the show, the banking system. And my firm, Valhalla Wealth Financial, helps people reclaim the banking function within their own lives through leveraging the premium tools and strategies of the wealthy. If you're interested in reclaiming the banking function within your own life and the infinite banking concept, you can access a free webinar presentation at CashflowNinja.com forward slash be the bank. Blair, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? 
Oh, sure. I mean, I, 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 first of all, it's an honor to be able to talk to your listeners. And, uh, you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself to see how I got here. I mean, a guy who almost got fired from his first sales position all those years ago and now broadcasting in over 30 different countries and traveling around the world doing this. I, the way I got here was really simple. As an entrepreneur trying to start my first business, I, it was atrocious. I, I, was, I couldn't even fight my way out of a paper bag. But I learned very early that there was a combination that worked really well. A friend of mine, who you might already know, uh, walked into my, surf, my first business, which was a surf shop in Waikiki back in 1982. And we got, struck up a conversation. And he said, you know, you really ought to go take a personal development training program. And I'm going, I'm not into that. I just want to make money. And I'm not making any money. He goes, no, this will help you. I go, and we got into this argument. But I listened to him and I went to this personal development program. And it so radically changed my life and my business that I started making money hand over fist. My business started to grow. Uh, you will recognize that that person in 1982 was a, a, a guy that you may have heard of called Robert Kiyosaki um, <laughs> right. and then Honolulu. And he was starting his first business and I was starting my first business. And that's how I got into it. And, and as I got, went through different businesses, the computer business, air freight trucking business, software business, people kept asking me how you do what, how you do what you do. And lo and behold, you know, I'm, I'm no longer in, the, in any of those businesses, but in about 1991, started spending all my time teaching people how to sell, teaching people how to build championship teams. And the demand was so great that, like I said, and now I'm doing it in over 30 countries around the world. So it's an honor. And, I, you know, and I think I love your, your statement is about leaving the world a better place. And back in those days when Robert and I met, we were both uh, moved and inspired by, by uh, uh, a great teacher by the name of Dr. Buckminster Fuller who said something very similar, that the more people you serve, the more effective you are. And, and so that's just always been the guiding principle. So when the opportunity to talk to your folks came up, we jump right on it because anything I can do to help people get their dream out to the world uh, and help them do like I've done for over the last 25 years, helped thousands of people make millions of dollars in their businesses, but mostly helping them get their dream to fruition out there. So that's how I got here. It was not by design, my friend. I certainly didn't go to school to learn how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. And, and thank you for sharing that. Now, Blair, the one thing that definitely holds people back is that fear and that constant self-doubt and, you know, uh, that little voice, and you have shared some fantastic content about how to keep that little voice under control through your little voice mastery book and and your teachings. Can you t share with my listeners what is your little voice and who does that voice belong to? <laughs> okay, so if you don't know what the little voice is, it's that thing in your head that just said, "What little voice? I don't have a little voice." That's the one I'm talking about. Um, mine. I t I always joke with people. Mine sounds like my mother. Yours may sound like your mother, your father, your teachers, preachers, friends, the media, politicians. It could be a whole host of little voices up there that have given you advice or told you not, not, not to do things, good things to do, bad things to do. So the little voice is just that part of your brain that is go working overtime. It never shuts up. And it's sometimes giving you good information and sometimes bad. And I found 
back in 1982 when I took that first personal development program is when I realized that that, I, that that little voice was sometimes shooting me in the foot made a big change in the way I was able to operate, both financially and um, from a relationship perspective. So that's why I wrote the book Little Voice Mastery. But but the truth of it is the, the easiest and first step to handling that is to first of all realize that you do have a little voice and that that dialogue going on in your brain could go if you took yourself if you took that dialogue in your brain and turned it into a real person and sat it on the couch next to you and looked at it and listened to it you'd think it was psychotic you would think who is this crazy person well that crazy we all have that crazy person inside of us and First of all, understanding that it's not necessarily the real you is a very, very big step. And then taking on techniques to build your confidence, to overcome it, and to recognize it, I mean, is the secret in sales. Because as you know, I I travel around the world helping people increase sales and build their teams. And I always say that the reason sales is your number one skill in business is obviously because sales equals income. But even more importantly than that, is that the toughest sale of all is you selling you to you. <laughs> and, and, and if you can w- win that battle ha- at least half the time, you're going to be wealthy beyond your wildest dreams. The problem is most people are on autopilot and they don't get that. And they, they, they fall prey to the influences of others, to the, to, the w- to the ways of other people's advices without having the ability to think clearly and to think for themselves. Especially when you hear the voices around you saying, oh, you know, I know a guy that started a business, right? And he failed. And this is why he failed. And, and then it feeds into that. Now, and that's very powerful advice because it all starts with oneself and selling yourself and conquering that little voice. Um, now, Blair, you have shared some fantastic content just about the code of honor. And before we jump into sales teams and building high-performance teams and so forth, a very, very big part of it is starting with oneself and understanding oneself and understanding what you stand for, what you believe in, and what are your principles and values. What advice can you give people on how to draft these principles and values for themselves within their own life? Well, that's a tough question, and, and, and it's, but it's a great question. And the reason it's a great question is that I would say if you walk down the street, wherever you are listening to this, 95% of most people, when you ask them, what are your five core values, they would look at you like you're from some other planet because people just don't even think that way. Uh, they operate that way because we all do have values, but very few people really think about it. So one way to figure it out, I mean, is if you sat down, like I said, and just write down the five core values that are most important to you and a a whole list will pop up, you know, things like integrity, maybe, or education or family or love or things like, you know, our health. These are, these are core values. Now, not everybody shares the same ones, but that's kind of where to start with. But, you know, I would say that you got to step back, maybe even a step from there, because it's hard for people. Honestly, I've worked with so many people. It is so hard for people to even have that conversation with themselves if they don't even feel good about themselves. I will tell you this is that working with high performance teams and salespeople and entrepreneurs is that your results will never exceed your self-concept. And what I mean by that is that Your opinion, your feeling about yourself, your confidence, how much you like yourself, how strong you feel 
will determine your outlook on life and will determine your results in the, from moment to moment. So my recommendation to most people is to do whatever you can do to feel good about who you are and what you're doing. And how do you do that? You do that by playing to your strengths. You don't do that by, by focusing on the things that you suck at or the things that you're terrible at. If, you, you know, if you're not good at accounting, make sure you have a good accountant and a good bookkeeper. And you, but if you're good at sales, focus on that. And, and, and try to put yourself in a world where you're doing what you do best, what you're most comfortable with. Then you feel better. Then those values come to view. And then it becomes a lot easier of an exercise. And for listeners that are running a small business or are in charge of driving that sales for their own business or maybe for someone else's business, what advice can you give them uh, to create the culture and sit, uh, to put together this code of honor uh, to elevate the level of performance? Another great question. I, I think that, first of all, to create the code of honor, which basically is a set of rules, I think like 10 commandments, 10 commandments. Is a, is a set of rules based on a core set of values that has persisted for thousands of years. So you got to create one of those for your business, for your family, for yourself, for that matter. I have never seen a great team that was that, that did not have a core set of rules and values that held them together. And it's the way you start your business. Those rules don't change over time, by the way, they, they, just like the 10 commandments don't change, but how do you create it is the key. And, and there's two ways. Number one, if you already have a business, then you would sit down with your key people, your, your, your not everybody necessarily, but your key people, and you would have, go through a discussion. We talk about that in my book, Team Code of Honor, step-by-step step how to do that. But it's basically you sit down and you start with the core values, like I talked about, that we have, that we share in common, that we think this company is about, and then we create rules to protect those or to support those. So, for example, if you said that um, teamwork is an important value, team is an important value, then you might create a rule around that that says never abandon a teammate in need. That's one of the that's core to one of our to our code of honor. If you feel that income and sales and wealth building is important to your business, you might have a rule like we have in our code of honor that says everybody on the team must sell which means it doesn't matter if you're the bookkeeper, accountant, customer service, or sales, everybody's got to know how to have, have, has to obtain selling skills and be involved in that. And if a person doesn't want to do that, that's fine, but they should not be part of the team. They should go work someplace else. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. And certain things, if you have that principle too, it's, it's in all facets of the business, which is great. As you said, never leave a fellow team member behind. If teamwork is truly important for some people. Now, how do you know if that's important? Everybody might say it, but then when you come up with a rule like that, you debate it. Well, how would this apply? Well, how about in this case? How about that scenario? And you'll find that some that people's definitions of these rules or of these values is different. So, for example, if I said to you, MC, if I said to you, professionalism is a core value. Now, you and I both agree professionalism is important, but your definition of professionalism and mine might be totally different. I might think it's about the way you talk or the way you conduct yourself. You might think it's about the way you dress and the type of agreements you make. Now, can these operate together? Of course they can, but you have to have the agreement to make that happen. Um, and and I've, I've watched 
great ideas burn on the table. I've seen great teams self-destruct and implode, not because of the competition, not because of work ethic, not because of, of the product or even the marketplaces, mostly because they could not get it together when the going either got tough or when it became affluent. Because here's another little rule. <laughs> Everybody thinks in businesses, any problems that you have, if you just make more money, it'll solve the problem. And the truth of it is, it's exactly the opposite. Any inconsistency you've got in your business gets worse when you add more money to it. Every inconsistency you have in your personal character and your personal habits gets worse when you gain more power. So again, these are just some quick quick rules of thumb to let you know that the key to wealth development, as you mentioned in the very beginning, is personal development. You're listening to Blair Singer on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to Blair Singer on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. No, absolutely. And the studying together as a team as well is something that I've heard uh, not only you spoke of, but we mentioned you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki, and that's a big part of the Rich Dad organization too, is studying and group studying and so forth, and to be on, on, the, on the same page. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, that, that's true also in relationships. If you're in a primary relationship with your business partner or your husband or your wife or whomever, if one person is growing and studying and learning, the other person's not, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that sooner or later there's going to be a divide. And you don't want that. You want to keep moving together. How long would you recommend a code of honor be for a team? Because you don't necessarily want to write 15 to 20 to 30 different sets of rules, correct? That's right. That's right. Think, Like I said, think of 10 commandments. You know, if you go more than 10 rules, you should start all over again because you got too many rules. Okay. I say, you know, six to eight, maybe 10 rules. Um, you know, you have other policies, obviously policies of how to, handle sales and operations and those kinds of things. But these are the core, that's why it's called a code of honor because it's, it's, it's a, it's based on a set of ideals of how we would all like, what we would all like to live up to. Now, are we going to live up to it every day? No, I don't know that it's even possible, but it's, but it sets a goal for all of us to achieve. And the key to any code of honor is not just creating the rules and putting them down on paper, not just the discussion of creating it, it's when somebody breaches the code that then what happens? Well, what happens is that other team, the team, other members of the team then need to, to call out that person and say, hey, look, we have an agreement that says to be on time, and you're five minutes late again. So what are we going to do? So you have to address it. You cannot let it go without, without addressing it. 
That's so important because that will cause a start into the bite into cultural problems within the team if there are certain people that are getting uh, preferential treatment or are treated differently than the other team members. That's right. That's right. That's, that's exactly right. And that's why I'm saying, particularly on sales teams, you know, it, they, they tend, you tend to have a person that's very, that's very emotional, very passionate, and that's a good thing. But also going to be a bad thing if it starts moving in the wrong direction. That's why you want to have people all on the same page. And that ties into another book that I've really enjoyed, uh, Sales Dogs. And it was, <laughs> it was fantastic in just helping me understand all the different sales personalities and how different sales personalities have different strengths and weaknesses and also how to deal with each personality and also try to figure out what type of a sales dog I was. In the book, you mentioned mindsets of a champion sales dog. Can you share those mindsets with my listeners? The, the mindset of a sales dog is this, is first of all, they never give up. They're persistent. And, and, and you have got, you know, like that dog, you, you can throw the tennis ball a hundred times and the dog will continue to fetch it. They never give up. They, they, they always persist. Um, that's one of the mindsets. The other one is they don't take it personally. In other words, if they don't catch the cat, you know, they chase the cat, they chase the squirrel, they chase the rabbit. You yeah. know, they're not going to go, oh, failed again. No, they're just going to just chill out for a little while and they'll go at it again. They don't take setbacks personally. The other mindset of a sales dog, the reason I said sales dogs and not sales cats, is that dogs you can yell at, scream at, even hit them, beat them, whatever you want, and, and they'll always come back. They're loyal, true blue. They always see the best in you, and, and they're, always, they're always great companions. And I think that those are attributes of great salespeople, great entrepreneurs, great friends, and great teammates, is that they, they will always be by your side, and they'll never give up on you, and they'll always look at it from an optimistic point of view. And I think that if you can just – picture a golden retriever at the park standing there panting heavily while it drops that slobbery tennis ball at your foot, you'll know that those are the attributes that are also going to help you make a lot of money. No, ab absolutely. And what are some of the biggest, besides that inner voice and that little voice inside every salesperson, after you've sold yourself, what are some advice that you can give uh, to listeners out there that are in a sales position to kind of make tweaks in, in their sales processes uh, to see huge uh, developments and success? Well, I'll tell you, this one is not rocket science, and you would think it's obvious, but I've worked with salespeople that have been in sales for 25 years, and they know it, but they don't do it. And I'm just going to say that the biggest deal around selling is asking questions. I mean, I, I, it, people say, yeah, asking questions. I say, okay, so give me your sales pitch, and they'll give me a pitch, and then and they'll, go, they'll drone on for five, 10 minutes, not ask one question. And, and so I think that the, the biggest key is to focus yourself on listening and asking lots of questions and asking the right kinds of questions. You know, how do you do that? What, 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 what is the reason for doing it that way? How do you do these things? The key in sales is finding out what people really want, which they don't always know right out of the gate, and then helping them find it and helping them and, and, and delivering it to them. So, I would say that the, one of the biggest tips that I can get for salespeople is stop trying to close so fast. Try, stop trying to get people to say yes, 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 because that's old technology. As a matter of fact, there's 
recent research that says if you can get a person to say no more often than yes, that takes the pressure off of them and they're more willing to buy. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But 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 some of the old attributes of like get them to say yes, get them into you know corner them into a position. That's just strong arming people. That's just not it. Uh, I, I think that the other tip for salespeople is be very 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 clear on three things. You got to match your product, your price point, and your audience perfectly. If all three of those things are in sync. Selling is really, really easy. But if one of those is out, it's really, really difficult. So, for example, if you're if if you have a great, uh, I sell sales training. Okay, so if I'm selling sales training and it's killer sales training. People increase sales 15, 80 percent in a matter of months. Great, right? Great product. Okay, so if, however, I'm selling that service for uh, twenty thousand dollars per training day. Um, and I'm selling it to small entrepreneurs that are less than five people, there's no way I'm going to make any sales. I don't care how good that training is. I may get a few, but but it's out of sync, right? right? So a lot of times people think it's technique. Some of it is technique, but a lot of it is also getting that in line. And I think the last piece is this. Sales is all about energy. Two people come together, person with highest energy wins. If your mood level's high and you maintain and you can get the other person's mood level to be high and you reasonably know what you're talking about now and do the other things I just mentioned, you'll sell. You'll sell to them. But again, it's about keeping your energy and your congruence and your confidence high. Now, Blair, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and what new skill sets are you currently learning? Oh, my goodness. I'm looking over here at my bookshelf. It's covered with books. I still, some of which I have, I'm halfway through. One thing I always study, I always study subjects of influence, communication, negotiation. I'm reading some great books right now. Um, one by Robert Cialdini on persuasion. He's one of my great, one of the great authors on influence, groundbreaking book called Influence years ago. Uh, he's got a brand new one that's even better than that one. Uh, another great book that Robert and I on his radio show interviewed a fellow by the name of Chris Voss. Voss, V-O-S-S. He wrote a book, Never Split the Difference, Negotiating as If Your Life Depends on It. Amazing book. I mean, the guy was the lead. It was the lead terrorist negotiator for the FBI for many years, and his techniques are brilliant. Whether you're negotiating, whether you're being held as hostage by a client or your kids, either one. <laughs> um, what else am I reading? Um, just just read a lot. Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Um, uh, Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Anything I can get my hands on that's going to help me be better myself, give me more skills. Obviously, operational, we never stop working social media, never stop, never stop learning more about it. Now we're, we're re- very active into the use of um, uh, so video and, and social media and, and doing video marketing on social media. And, and the nuances of that change every, every day and, and, and every so often. And, and um, yeah, so it's just a ton of things that we're always working on, tons of things. And, and again, because that's one of our core values is, is learning. And I love to learn. And I, I, to be able to sink my teeth into a book or sink my teeth into a good video or to experiment and trial, I mean, that's what life's all about. Sometimes I have to pinch myself. 
say, look, I can't believe I get paid to practice and to experiment and to learn. And that's what it's all about. Amazing. Now, Blair, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, you know, you had you had prepared me for that, and I don't know if I'm ever really prepared, but I, but I just say the top three that come to mind, and and that is, you know, first value is integrity, uh, and integrity is when your thoughts, your words, and your actions all line up. That's one thing, but integrity also means wholeness, completeness, not leaving open loops in your life, not leaving open loops in other people's brains. That's number one. Number two is is a core value of love. I learned by climbing Mount Kilimanjaro several years ago with my son that there's something more bigger than a mountain, more bigger than a mountain, uh, stronger than wealth, stronger than money, and it's called love. It's a core value. The, the love and connection you have with other people, because at the end of the day, my friend, nobody's going to really care about how much money you made, but the question is the quality of the of of the relationships that you've had is what you're going to remember at the end. And the last thing, as Bucky Fuller said, he said, you know what? Why don't you try doing the right things for the right reasons? He says, humanity has done a lot. We've, we've done the right things for the wrong reasons. In other words, we created weapons to kill each other, but the, the technology for weapons also allowed us to build plows and till the soil and create great technology that saved lives too. So we did the right things, but we did them for the wrong reasons. He said, if humanity is to go forward, and this is the last message I would send to everybody else in line with your message, is if humanity is to go forward and be all that we can all be, make a decision to do the right things for the right reasons and watch what the ripple effect will that be in your life. And I guarantee you, you'll live a life that's not only enriched, but full of wealth and love and more opportunity than you know what to do with. Very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing. Blair, how can my listeners learn more about you, your company, and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Well, it's simple. And thanks for asking. You just go to BlairSinger.com. Just go to our website at BlairSinger.com. We're all over social media and LinkedIn and Facebook, but go to BlairSinger.com. And by the way, anybody that's that's interested, we've if you go to BlairSinger.com slash free, uh, I've arranged and and let them know you're part of this interview um, free 45 minute consultation for, for you and your team to work on your sales team, anything we've covered on this, on this particular, uh, interview. Perfect. Well, Blair, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thanks for doing what you're doing. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. 
Thank you for joining my guest, Blair Singer, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gashku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. You can also support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. When you become a patron for 12 months, you get access to our private Facebook page and a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. If you're not earning at least 8% on your cash, you do not want to miss the private lending presentation for non-accredited investors done by Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott. Discover how to create an income stream from real estate without the management headaches. You can access the presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. Creating passive income for you and your family is easier than you think. All you need are three things. The right plan, the right product, and the right turnkey provider. As an investor, you want a safe, profitable, and convenient way to invest your capital without being at the mercy of stock market fluctuation. Investing in real estate in a turnkey way that provides monthly passive income with very low risk is exactly what Spartan Invest provides for their clients. Their mission is to make investing in real estate easy for the busy professional. Spartan Invest help investors create passive income and wealth through turnkey ownership in Birmingham, Alabama. You can download your free report, Five Big Reasons to Invest in the Magical City of Birmingham, Alabama, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Spartan. The wealthiest families on the planet know how to capture their wealth and then leveraging their wealth through their own banking system. If you're interested in privatized banking and the infinite banking concept and learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information 
information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 